Hi, I am Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today's talk is about November 2021. And I am now going from Broch Island in the town of Bowl to Dubrovnik. Now, normally during tourist season and during busier times of the year, there's actually a boat that I could have taken right from Bowl directly to Dubrovnik, but we're in off season now, so there is no such thing, no such boat that goes directly from Broch Island to Dubrovnik. So the only other way to get there is to go back to the mainland, go to Split, and take a bus, a good old fashioned bus. And I took the Flix bus, which is one of the major bus carriers around Europe or that particular part of Europe, especially everybody uses Flixbus. And that was the way that I was gonna get to Dubrovnik. So they have several buses per day. It takes four to five hours to get there. It's a windy road. It's very slow in places. It's a little narrow in places. I don't know that I'd be all that comfortable riding the bus and taking those roads on a really rainy day, but it was a nice day. It was a nice sunny day. And of course you're along the coastline for most for most of it. It's only 140 miles, but again, those windy roads make it a four to five hour trek. And the most interesting part of the trip to me has to be going through Bosnia. So if you look at the map, Bosnia cuts through about 12 miles of coastline in Croatia. And this area is called the NUM, N-E-U-M, the NUM Corridor. And this opened up when Yugoslavia uh, broke up in 1991. So this corridor had remained. So when you're on the bus, you have to, since you're going into another country, the bus has to stop and go through passport control. You take out your passport. Everyone on the bus gets off, takes out their passports, goes through passport control, gets back on the bus, off you go. And then about 15 minutes later, you're back in Croatia. So same drill, off the bus, show the passports, back on the bus, and you continue on. Four to five hours is a bit of a stretch to be in a bus that long. You can obviously get up and stretch, but it wasn't a big enough bus that you could really walk around. There was no bathroom on the bus either. So we made several stops along the way, and it was really a good way to get there. And now I am in Dubrovnik. It's also November and it's Christmas time again. And I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Last year at this time in 2020, there was no travel. 2021 travel was better. I could have gotten back to the U.S. They were allowing U.S. citizens to go back to the to the country, but I do not think that I would have been able to get back to Europe, and I just didn't really want to risk that. And I realized that I was now going to be staying in Europe for the second year in a row, and one of my options was to go to Paris. So that was on the agenda early in November to get my ticket so that I could fly from Dubrovnik to Paris and spend a few months there. More on Paris later. Right now, I'm just in Dubrovnik. Of course, it's known as King's Landing if you're a Game of Thrones fan. 
I did not watch the series, so it probably didn't mean as much to me as it did or as it does to many others who visit. The highlight, of course, is Old Town. Old Town was, again, built to protect the city, and you can see the big walls and, and where all the artillery was, and, and you can just feel the history as you're walking around Old Town, surrounded by a big wall, and you can go up to the top, and you can walk around the top of the wall and get really great views of the Adriatic Sea and also uh, into Old Town itself. Weren't an awful lot of tourists there. Again, it's off-season, tourist season, and so I kind of felt like I had most of Old Town to myself. I took a lot of daily walks. Once I had been through Old Town and I had seen everything, I wanted to explore other areas. I was going to be in Dubrovnik for a month, so plenty of time. And there was another area of Dubrovnik that was closer, actually, to my Airbnb, and this was the area of Lapid, L-A-P-A-D, and Lapid is a relatively newer development of Dubrovnik. It certainly stands in contrast to Old Town, and it's probably a half an hour walk if I wanted to walk it, which I did oftentimes, um, or you can drive and it's it's just really several minutes. It's not all that far, but when you're in Lapid and you're walking around, they have the most beautiful beaches, the most beautiful hotels, the most beautiful scenery. It is the, the way that they have the the walkway that just kind of wraps around. And I don't want to call it an island. It feels like an island, but it's just kind of an extension of where it kind of juts out there. And you just walk around and you kind of hug the Adriatic Sea as you're walking around the edges. And it's just, in it. they just have it laid out so well for someone who wants to just walk, take advantage of the beaches, swim. It's, um, it was really a very, very nice place just to, just to get out get exercise, walk around, have some good food. So I had a really good time in Lapid. My Airbnb, have it all to myself, which again, I really, really enjoy that. And uh, it was just a very nice accommodation. It was a very, very nice stay. Once again, loving Airbnb. But I think the highlight of Dubrovnik in November was going up to Surd Hill. Surd Hill is way up on the top, the top, top, top part of Dubrovnik, and it's where the military set up, and it's where they had all of the towers and so forth that got um, that were for communication. And to get up to Surd Hill, you need to take a cable car. What a great ride! I did a video on this, and you can find it in my on my blog page. What an incredible ride it is on the cable car! The views from up on top, you see all of the islands. All of the islands in the Adriatic Sea, you can see them all, especially on a clear day. But the day I was up there was very, very clear, and you could just see forever. And the gorgeous islands in that blue Adriatic Sea is so incredibly wonderful. But the history from up on top as well, and I mentioned the communication towers, which when the war started um, in the early 1990s, those communication towers were the first things that were bombed. So the electricity and the water was immediately shut down in Dubrovnik when the war started. But you learn all about the Croatian War of Independence, which was the breakup of Yugoslavia and all happened in the early 1990s. I'm old enough to remember when that happened. But you can see, again, the military equipment that was set up there. And it was... They had to protect the city, it had to be protected, but you really see all kinds of, there's exhibits and there are um, 
so many pictures of what went on, how devastating that must have been in the early 1990s, just to to go through this bombing and it's to be able to walk around now in these areas that were bombed only, I mean, it really was only like 30 years ago, which isn't ancient history. I mean, it's again, I, I remember it happening, but when you see what they went through and when you're so close to where this happened and you're so close to the very streets and and areas of the of the town that that got just devastated um yeah it was it was a, a time to it was a somber time up on top of Surd Hill but it was definitely worth the cable car ride there's a nice little restaurant up there as well. There might be a couple, and uh, you can just spend the entire day up there. Incredible, incredible view, Surd Hill. Take that cable car, up you go. And I spent an entire month just going between Old Town, Lopid, eating some really good food, not encountering a lot of tourists, not really crowded. It tended to be a little rainy during that month, very typical for it to rain in the month of November. And um, yeah, I was I was getting ready for more action and more, I just needed some, I needed more energy. And I'd been on this island for almost two months and I'm not complaining about that because it was the most tranquil, beautiful time that I had ever had. Um, and then being in Dubrovnik, very, very different vibe obviously than being on an island there were more people there was more of a vibe but I was ready for some more action I was just getting a little bit desperate for a city center give me a city center that's that's just full of activity that's what I really wanted and that's what was in store in Paris and now it was time to get that ticket and get ready to fly to Paris for the winter Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at bobtapper.com. Thanks for listening.